Hello, welcome to our broadcast today here at Faith Builder. My name is Scott Phillips, and it is our desire that you would be blessed by what we share today. Over the next few months, uh, we'll share things I have seen and been pondering about the Word of God, as well as uh, guests, friends, and people that uh, come across my path and I enjoy talking to about the Word of God. So sit back, enjoy it, and if this podcast blesses you, I encourage you to uh, subscribe, to give us a good rating, and to share it with your friends. God bless you. We pray that your faith is built today on Faith Builder. What is one of the greatest challenges the average believer faces in regards to their faith? I would suggest to you that one of the greatest challenges that a believer faces is they are bombarded with so many different things that Christians believe. We see it on our Twitter feed. We uh, see it on our timeline on Facebook. Uh, you see it on billboards. You hear it on the radio. If you watch religious programming, you see it there. And you hear things when you go to church. You hear things when you uh, listen to a podcast. There are so many different things Christians believe and oftentimes those things are in direct contradiction to each other. And so the average believer is faced with, how do I know what is true? You know, I was uh, approached one day, I was uh, uh, at the gym here in Clinton, Mississippi, and I had a man walk up to me and say, uh, Preacher, I got a question for you. And so we're walking, I'm walking, he's walking. And as we walk around the track, he shares with me that he read something in the Bible that was different than what is practiced in his local congregation. And so he went to his priest, uh, uh, and, he, and he said to her, uh, you know, why does the Bible say this, and then we do this? And it's a New Testament passage, and uh, the 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 priest said to him, well, uh, you know, that scripture only spoke to that day. We do not see that as um, instructive or uh, an obligation for us today and began to list all the reasons why that scripture does not have bearing in their congregation. And so he walked away and he, he could tell he was troubled. He said, you know, I have always just believed that the Bible was true. And when I went and talked to the person who has been teaching me the Bible and, and explaining to me the Bible, it turns out this person doesn't actually believe the Bible. And that is the great challenge for the average believer. And so there is a bombardment of the mind, a bombardment of the heart, the bombardment of what is it that I believe. And I know that 
through my ministry, I've been in the ministry for about 30 years, and I have taught hundreds of Bible studies to individuals in a small group. And many times when we would just, everybody has their Bible open, and we will read through the scripture, I don't know how many times I've heard someone say, I have been a Christian all my life, and I didn't even know that was in here. Or I've 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 been reading my Bible, and I've actually asked people, and they've told me, well, that that doesn't that doesn't really hold up today. And so the great challenge is, as a believer, what do you believe when there is a a a, a point of controversy? And there seems to be, there's one thing that is practiced while the scripture speaks to another thing. How do we determine what is actually true? Do I listen to some guy on Facebook or YouTube or on a podcast and listen to his opinion? And do I consider that to be authoritative? Or do I read my Bible and after I've heard all the voices, all the opinions, do I revert to the foundational truth that as a believer, before I believe anybody else, I believe what the Bible says. You know, some of the greatest held doctrines today in Christianity are not statements of faith, but rather they are statements of doubt. This experience I had with this man is a perfect example. Here's a person that believes the Bible. He reads something in the scripture. It's not practiced in his local congregation. He goes to the, the preacher, the priest, and they begin to tell them why the scripture is wrong. What's a believer to do? There is the great challenge. You know, I, I know that I have, I personally have been involved in a number of conversations over uh, the past decade or so uh, among preachers, uh, among people that are students of scriptures, uh, men, women who have degrees in theology. And oftentimes I have found that when they talk about scripture, it's like they each have their little pet doctrines or scriptures. And when someone teaches something that is contrary to whatever it is their tradition is, their denomination is, they began to pull out their scriptures and they began to say, well, uh, Romans 10 and 9 says this and John 3 and 5 says this and Ephesians uh, 2 and 8 says this and Revelations 3 and 6 says this and they just began to kind of shoot at each other with the same book and they, they take particular passages and lift them up out of the book and they say, I believe this text. Somebody will pull a text and they'll pull it up and say, well, I believe this text. And so when you have, you have two scriptures that are, at least on first glance, seem to be proclaiming a different truth. And so what is a believer supposed to believe? Do you believe Romans or do you believe John or do you believe James or do you believe the book of Revelation? What do you believe? And there lies the challenge, is that many people, their, their greatest convictions 
are not based in what they believe in the scripture, but what they don't believe is actually pertinent and applicable to our current day. And so these are just a few of the challenges. And, 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 and what, what is a believer supposed to do? Uh, Paul addressed it, and he said this to Timothy, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We do need to be able to study the scripture and understand the scripture. And I know that in my own personal ministry, I have been blessed to give people their first Bibles. Uh, and and they will come to me. I, there was one uh, lady that we taught a Bible study to for an extended period of time. She had never had a Bible before. And I believe I gave her a Bible. Uh, be that as it may, we got her a Bible. <clears throat> and we began to talk about the Scripture every day. And I basically tell people, if you really want to know more about God, you need to read the Word of God. And they will say, well, where do I start? It's such a, it's such a big, thick book. Man, I mean, it's like huge. And I usually tell them, well, just start at the beginning. Start in the book of Genesis. And the book of Genesis, it's going to lay down some found, foundational uh, principles that will will be repeated and reflected all the way to the last page in the Bible, where in the book of Revelations, uh, it is, it's, it's the end of the Bible. So uh, this person uh, began to read the Bible. And, you know, every week she would come with a list of questions. And I mean, she read like the whole book of Genesis in a week. Exodus, Leviticus. And uh, uh, we, we kind of worked through that. In probably six months, we explored the Scripture. We moved into the New Testament. And, and, and the thing I try to teach people is the Bible, no doubt, has some difficult uh, truths, difficult uh, things that are described there that, that are offensive to our sentimentality. But that's the beautiful thing about God and His Word it's it, it 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 shares it all. It shares all. It doesn't just sweep uh, the 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 sin and and the 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 disappointment and the failure under the rug like a lot of religious organizations do today. God just lays it bare. This is who humanity is, and this is how evil humanity is. Without God, this is what people are capable of doing. And so what I tell people is you need to study the Word of God for yourself. You need to be a student of the book. And the way God's Word works, it is a divinely inspired book. And for a person that will approach the Word of God from a faith perspective, uh, through faith we understand that the worlds were made, were framed by the Word of God. Through faith. And when you read the Word of God from a perspective of faith, faith gives you understanding. If you approach it from skepticism and you approach it from suspicion and you approach it from a point of just simply an intellectual or sentimental mentality uh, approach, you're going to have a hard time getting through the Bible because the Bible makes declar declarations 
It makes very straight, stark, right, wrong, good, evil, heaven or hell things that are offensive, absolutely offensive. And so a lot of times people dumb down the Bible to bumper stickers and and their theology is, you know, uh, 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 10, 10, not just 10 commandments, but 10 suggestions or uh, uh, 10 good ideas or, you know, you know, it's some break it down to just one statement of two words. And, and, and I think that is, is, is foolish because if you're going to be saved, if you are going to be able to take part in the blessings that are available to you, you're going to have to consume this book. You're going to have to read it, study it, love it, obey it, pursue it, and and strive to have an understanding. One of the ways is to read it. One of the ways is to go to church, listen to preachers and teachers, but have a basic personal understanding that when you hear a preacher, teacher say something, you can say, yeah, that's right. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Or say, I don't remember reading that. Or that that's your opinion, right? And, and that's so important for a person to have a, a clear-eyed uh, understanding that, that what the Bible says and be able to distinguish, discern, and divide that from what a man says. I've said this for as long as I can remember. As a pastor, I teach and preach a lot. I give counsel. Uh, people ask me for advice. People ask me for my opinion. And, and I have opinions about things in the Scripture. And I try to preface the things that aren't written that are my opinion. Because the Bible doesn't deal with every detail. It's a very broad brush uh, a source of information. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. <laughs> That's a very declarative statement. I believe it. But there's things in the heaven and the earth I don't understand. The Bible doesn't lay it out. The Bible doesn't say how many stars there are. But we know they can't count them. With all the strong telescopes and the computers and the algorithms and the uh, thousands, maybe millions of people that make their living looking up at the skies, uh, they don't know how many stars there are. And it, I think it's good to dis discover a new star and a new comet. I, I, but the Bible just says, I, hey, when you look out there, as far as you look, and you see the beauty, the Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God. So you look up there. Well, how many are? The Bible doesn't say. But God made every last one of them. The Bible says he created the fish. He created the birds. He created the, 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 every creeping thing on the earth. He created you. In the beginning, he created them male and female, man and woman. He created them. We didn't come from a monkey. We came from that which God created in his own image. And so we, we rest in that. Now, that's controversial. There are people literally believe, not only do we come from monkeys, there are people literally believe that our ancestor is a rat or a snail or a mollusk or a piece of bacteria. They, they believe we, we have just miraculously, they don't believe in God, but by mere chance of random happenstance, 
that that all of the things kind of come together and voila, I've got ten fingers and ten toes and two eyes and a nose and two ears. And But the Bible tells us we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we're not a product of evolution. We are a product of a divine, holy, powerful, amazing God. How do I know it? Because the Bible says it. And so, you know, there are Christians today believe in evolution. There are there are people that claim to be believers when in fact they are doubters. And many of the strongest held convictions of of so many people who consider themselves believers, they are in fact the strongest doubters. So this man that came up to me at the gym, I told him, I said, here's the deal. The greatest tool of the devil today is not Hollywood, is not social media. The greatest tool of today, as it was in Genesis chapter 3, is when he can find someone to help the children of God to doubt and therefore disobey the scripture. Because that's where sin comes. That's where rebellion comes. That's where people find themselves on a path that leads to destruction. To talk them into using their rationality and their sentimentality that what God said is not true and that God will not judge us. And here we are thousands of years later and death is reigning, disease is ravaging, and evil is afoot. Why? Because someone talked the children of God into doubting the Word of God. So beware. As Jesus said, there are false teachers and there are false prophets. Peter uh, warned false teachers and false prophets. Paul warned of false teachers and false prophets. Jesus Christ himself in the in the in the final parting letters to the church he warned them of damnable doctrines of devils and we're living in a world where people that are believers must determine what is it that i believe don't believe everything you hear believe everything you read and those that preach that in the word of god so those are my thoughts today. Uh, faith builder. Faith is the building block upon which everything else in our life grows. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Awesome. He is the only way, truth, and life. It is in Jesus, our faith in Jesus, where everything flows. We have an opportunity to add to our faith, build upon our most holy faith, and grow in faith. That is my goal, to grow in faith. Thank you for tuning into Faith Builder today. If you are blessed, subscribe to the podcast. Share it with others and consider rating our podcast. This will help us reach further than we could by ourselves. Your help in this is deeply appreciated.
faith builder. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God.